What's up, everyone? I'm Chronic, and you're tuning in to the Cannabis Chronicles podcast, available on all major streaming platforms. Be sure to smash that like button, comment down below, or subscribe and follow on whichever platform you like to get your podcast from. Definitely check out TNB Naturals on Instagram and Visionary Hydroponics because they are absolutely amazing. You can follow at TNB Naturals or at Hydrobucket, and you can check out their websites. That's tnbnaturals.com and visionaryhydro.com. They're amazing sponsors of this show, and I absolutely love all of their products, as you can see if you're watching the video version of this podcast. Now, definitely go grab whichever way you like to get lifted, and let's get into this podcast. Stay tuned. What's up, you amazing listeners? It's your host, Chronic, from the Cannabis Chronicles on Instagram and YouTube, as well as this brand new podcast. As a very special start to this podcast, I have an insanely special guest, someone I've looked up to for many years, someone who taught me as a young youth to be a rebel myself and grow the devil's lettuce alongside my closet space and all sorts of things with his wonderful books and advocacy. And he's just been a great, great cannabis enthusiast and cultivator and horticulturist over the years please give a big round of applause and smash that like button follow button and give a massive just round of applause in the comments and and just light up the comment section for jorge cervantes so thank you so much jorge for coming on and allowing me to ask you some questions this is truly amazing i'm i'm smiling from ear to ear as you can see oh man hey hey uh hey Derek. thank you so much i'm i'm just glad to be here um and i'm glad glad we got all that technical stuff sorted out man i mean Uh, you know, I mean, uh, you told me the buttons to push and I push it and then it worked fine. So I'm, I'm right. very happy now. I'm very happy. Yes, we're doing good. And for those wondering, we had some fun technical stuff. We were supposed to start like 15 minutes ago, but you know, Zoom and everything else along the podcast have always been so much fun. So yeah, we got it figured out and we're going to get through this little matrix of the digital age. So uh to, to start off the uh, podcast on my previous show, as some listeners know, I used to always ask a very fun question, and I'm going to branch into that and do the same. So, Jorge, what are your top three strains that you've been smoking on recently or your top three favorite strains you've ever cultivated in your entire life? Oh, man. Well, I like um, this. I mean, I'm, I'm just a real pretty simple pretty simple that way i like the northern lights uh haze cross Ooh. it's like outstanding yeah yeah northern lights number five times haze um yeah and uh it's it's quite good quite good so that's that's my go-to and you know there's a lot of other uh, strains or varieties cultivars out there uh but uh, i i have pretty simple taste you know i don't to see here's the thing most people don't really have a really great palate and stuff and um it's there's only a few super tasters and i'm 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 with the crowd you know a lot of people talk and stuff but and there's there's differences but most people can't discern mm -hmm. uh the differences is well that's what science says um you know it, uh, for example if you go to a wine tasting i used to go i used to live in sonoma california yeah. it's uh, over there by napa and so they've got ah, vineyards everywhere, you know, I mean, they're all over the place. So, but they, you go there and the, the sommelier will, will say, well, if he's a real sommelier, because there's not that many of them, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay. And there's, uh, it's pretty tough to get the credentials to be one, but they, they always set you up and tell you what you're going to taste and, and, and 
and then you know you have a couple wines and you believe everything so um that's usually what happens with cannabis and especially i mean you you have like uh three different varieties you can tell the difference but you do a double blind test very hard to tell very hard to tell um i i'd, I'd like to make it different but that's the long and short of the stuff and as far as uh cultivation i man, i just like all plants uh they're just fun to grow that's it i mean i, I grow flowers i, I grow vegetables well here I, i'm not growing vegetables i live in barcelona i live in the city okay um you know in in the city so mm -hmm. um yeah it's oh i got my hat on so because the <laughs> light makes my head shine see so, <laughs> i love it i love it <laughs> that's the deal yeah so uh that that's the deal uh some plants are easier to grow some plants are harder to grow um but you know just gotta rise to the occasion um yeah yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I'd, I'd like to say, oh, yeah, do this, do that. That's that's what I know. I can only tell you what I know. You know, I, I make up stuff. Uh, it wouldn't be fair because I wouldn't be telling the truth. And exactly. I always have, I have to tell the truth. You're um, being honest. And I agree with yeah. you, to be honest, because like a lot of people say they taste this and that. And then I try it and I don't taste the same things. And a lot of taste buds also come from, you know, what your palate is that you're eating can kind of, you know, if you're a smoker, like a cigarette smoker, or if you're a drinker, things like that can muddy your palate. So it's such a true uh, thing. But I absolutely love that you Northern Lifetimes Haze, man, that's a great just oh, classic yeah. cross. It's really wonderful. Oh, it's it's really cool to grow, too. So and I yeah. like that you like growing all sorts of flowers. So that kind of branches up, uh, branches us right into the next question. And I think it's going to go swimmingly because you uh, you really have a way with words here. And um, I like to get into people's backstories. So young, young, young Jorge, right before you started smoking the, the good old herb, what actually got you into it? How did you get into it? Um, well, let's see. That's, I, I, I'd grown in the seventies. Um, I'd grown in California. I grew several years there and then, um, later moved up to uh to oregon to portland oregon and yeah i, I traveled a little bit in between there too uh <laughs> then moved into uh, up to oregon and by i don't know i got there maybe 1980 okay 1979 i guess yeah and um i have to look it up i've got a chronology i i made i made mm. so i can remember stuff you know Yes. But you, put, you got a lot of stuff and, you know, and it's hard to remember everything and get the order correct. Yes. But um, yeah, anyway, so I moved to Oregon and that's, that's well, because my parents were getting old. I want to be around them. So, mm. so what happened was, um, gosh, everybody was growing indoors. They had uh, yeah. indoor, indoor growing everywhere. And it was just a, a new big thing. And I thought, oh, that's pretty cool, you know, because. When I was running loads up and down the coast, you know, I used to do that a few years. <laughs> anyway, I was doing that, and um, I remember the first Allied Light I saw was just like up in the. It was in this outbuilding, you know, like a little, I don't know, about a six by eight building, That's and awesome. it had a, and the root and the and the light bulb was up in up up high up on top, yeah. right, like mm -hmm. there, and because that's where light bulbs go. <laughs> oh, I get all these messages where light bulbs go and so that's you know like this one up here you know i mean they, they all go up there that's the way everybody thought 
and then the plants, they go on the ground. They plant them in the ground. So there was a light bulb here in the ground here, you know, and there's, uh, I don't know, six, seven feet between them. And oh, man. As, I mean, the guy <laughs> said, he says, you know, I heard about these things and damn it, they, it just doesn't, it's, it's just not like the sun, you know, and, and that was some early years. Yeah, early years. And then, uh, gosh, it was, yeah, in the 80, yeah, right, yeah, 70, 78, yeah, that was during, yeah, because I was moving loads in. And then later, um, people were growing inside and everybody was just making up stories. Uh, mainly it was the bikers who were doing it. And a few people around town, they had, um, what was it, Halide of Oregon, right? Yeah. And then they had Portland Halide, right? I've forgotten about all this stuff. Yeah, okay. yeah, Portland Halide. I remember I went in there one one day, all these guys got guns on their hip. <laughs> and I go, what, what, what you guys all got guns for? And they, they, said, they said, well, we have a lot of money around. I thought, damn, dude, you shouldn't be saying that stuff, you yeah. know? I mean, don't tell anybody you got a lot of money around. Uh, for real. Somebody come, come and want to take it, you know? For real. And, and anyway, so, um, yeah, what happened was, uh, and I, I couldn't get any real good information. There was uh, Mel Frank's book out was, was yes. out then, and um, but there wasn't a lot of great information. Uh, Steve Murphy's book or Murphy mm. Stevens, it was he called himself, was um, was uh, it had a he'd started the indoor sun shop in in. Um, over by the university district in Seattle. Hmm. As I say, it's Washington, right? Yeah, yeah, Seattle, Washington. Yeah. yeah. Actually, they it, last year was his 50th year in business. 50 Whoa. consecutive years in business. Yeah, That's yeah. impressive. Shout out yeah, to I'm, that. I've known That's Steve. Amazing. He's like a good friend for years. And Dude, now his son, Sean, Sean runs it. They don't even sell Halide. But um, <laughs> well, they're, they're, hopefully they're selling LEDs and some better stuff nowadays. You no, know, <laughs> they don't sell any lights. They only oh. sell house plants and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, very cool. And now what happened? Um, yeah, but it, it, nobody was, I couldn't get good, clean information. I'd ask questions like, how come all these light shades are like, or, or, or reflectors are shaped like a China hat? Yes. And, and I get weird answers like, well, if you don't know, I, I, I'm just not going to tell you. And it's like, uh, it's like, all right. Um, do you know? Well, yeah, I know, but, uh, I'm not going to tell you. And then, you know, and then, so I asked about 50 people and nobody, every, I get all these smart, yeah. smart ass answers. Yeah. And then, and then what happens after that is this one guy asked him, I say, how come they're like that? And he goes, oh, well, that's easy because the materials come four by 10. So we get the most out of a piece of material, the, the sheet, the sheet metal, and we yeah. make a four by 10, uh, we cut it. So we, we use all the metal we can. And so, oh, okay, that makes sense. That was the only, uh, thing that made sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, and you, oh, okay, look, I got this book here. Yes. This is the first one I did actually here. Yes, yes. That was like the first one I got to read. So I actually, oh, really? I'll, I'll be yeah, honest. This one. I didn't have it. I was given okay. to it by a grower in PDF form that he wrote it for me, okay. so I could read okay. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a. Little I was bit like of that 14. I was trying to learn how to grow cannabis, you know. Good. Uh, uh, 
<laughs> yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Really? This remember this? This, this part? Yes, yes, <laughs> I do. I, I honestly I think I learned more from your outlines and pictures and diagrams just in, in explanations in that book and breakdowns of the specific like bracts and calyx and what the the plant parts meant how oh, to yeah. actually tell like when the leaves are praying because that was a big sign for me is like my leaves were always droopy and i never knew how to fix it i just kept watering and kept watering and kept watering and the next thing you know my plants like done for so yeah right. now your book saved me for countless times so you ended up writing that so from writing that did you just did you kind of blow up in the community and kind of get a lot of offers and like no not like, at all hey. it was it sucked everything was what? illegal i was a friggin criminal Yes. Oh, that's right. It's the eighties. I, I forget. I had, I had two lives, two lives, and <laughs> oh, yes. uh, every, my my whole family, they they almost disowned me. <sighs> but they you're they, a drug you're a drug lord, right? <laughs> well, uh, I wish the Lord part was right, but uh, <laughs> druggy, yeah. Uh, um, kingpin, no, uh, no, no. Crazy, no. crazy guy mm. that uh, trying to flog books, you know? Yes, yes. And so I couldn't get anybody to publish that book. Oh, um, man, nobody that's... wanted to because they said everything about uh, nobody. Yeah. Well, everything that's written about marijuana has already been written. And yeah. there's no need for a cultivation book. And so I thought, okay, I make uh, I make my own book. Mm -hmm. uh, so I print it myself and I, I um, uh, distribute it myself. Yeah, yeah. No, I print it with wow. my hands here. I uh, put it on a multi-list press. Holy cow. And um, I went out, put them, uh, uh, oh, you had to gather them, you know, a piece of, yeah. piece of paper like this, right? That makes four pages. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes four pages. So so I, I uh, uh, have to put them together. I don't know. There's a lot of them. It's like, <laughs> what, 96 pages. So. So yeah, anyway, I had to print them front and back and all that stuff. So it was a heck of a lot of work. I rented time on a press at night. Oh, that's I went crazy. in and printed them. Yeah, yeah, it was hard. That's and amazing then, work. Um, then I went out and sold them face to face. Uh, most of them I had to put on consignment because wow. uh, people didn't want to take a chance you know yeah and it was pretty tough on the ego to go over you know to listen you know, you're, you're really proud of your work and then somebody goes yeah yeah i guess i guess you can put some over there on the shelf and um leave me a couple of them and uh we'll see if they sell well uh first year i sold six thousand of them which was a heck of a lot i mean one heck of a lot that is amazing that's and insane for your own like publishing and distribution that's absolutely i, I knew how to work you believe in yourself dude yep. that's what you do you believe in yourself and you're then, giving so much great advice already continue i'm sorry you're just giving so much great advice i love it <laughs> well no it's all tr it's true i mean it just makes sense you know i mean somebody tells you you're uh you're worthless you say fuck off i i i i take care of myself and then you guys you guys do whatever you want I don't mm -hmm. care, but um, you know I'm here now, and I'm happy I am. Um, Absolutely. So anyway, yeah, that worked, and then I started meeting people because oh, let's see, I got I just put this back, but there was um, let's see. You started here. kind of meeting a bunch of the old school guys right around that time, like Ed and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, I I know Ed. Um, mm -hmm. And anyway, yes, uh, yes, I love this, I did this uh, survey. I did a survey 
and I asked people uh, all these, well, it was like, what, 10 questions? Yeah, yeah. 10 questions. And, um, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I mean, basic ones. Do you, do you like to pay for marijuana? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you grown marijuana under an artificial light? What kind? Artif you know, and then uh, incandescent, how I'd... Uh, because incandescence, people were using incandescence back then. Yeah. Uh, and what CFLs was it like? too, those are popular. The little Pardon? CFL bulbs that were coming out, the co uh, compact fluorescents that ended up coming out, those those got popular for a little bit. That was a long time later. Yep, 90s, right? That would be like the 90s. Oh, and, yeah, that yeah. was way, way later. This is okay. in the, this was, Early this 80s. book came out. Uh, 1983, yeah. 83, okay. Yeah. So I was yeah. born in 95, and I, this was shared to me. <laughs> so this was shared to me uh, by a Grass uh, City Forum member when I was a uh, Grass City Adam, like, admin, like, in 2012 to 2015 times. So oh, really? I, cool. Uh, yes, just hearing this backstory on how this actually came about, it's this is mind-blowing. I, I love it, man. This is so cool. I had no idea that you 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 actually hand pressed and did all that yourself like yeah big two thumbs up for me over here on just like hard work and motivation in oh, your own life cool, that's crazy cool actually actually i've got a, a history you know i've written about 50 books right published about 50 books and you can go to my website jorge-cervantes.com and there's uh about about i think it's about or books or something one of those links and and I wrote a whole history of all the books. Um, yeah, I got it. Made a chronology of. Them. I got. I did books in well, you know, I mean, eight different languages. See, yeah, because you don't really think about that so much in America, North America, anyway. But yeah, yeah, it's uh, people all over the world need to grow. Yeah, uh, not absolutely. Just the US. How did you, and yeah. so not to segue away from your story, we'll totally get back to that. Oh, I'll make no sure worries. To get no branch, worries. In, branch into it. How did you end up writing the books in the other language? Are you fluent in some of the other languages? Are you? No, no. Well, them? yeah, I can talk. I, I talk fluent Spanish. That's not, that, that's a very, you know, I, I live here in Spain. I, <laughs> yeah. you know, travels uh, extensively in Latin countries too, yes. other countries as well. But no, I mean, uh, I command the English language. I, I, I'm, I'm good with the English language. My grammar's, <laughs> my grammar's quite good. My spelling's okay. I still have trouble with some stuff because of the Spanish. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, but I, I can put, a, put things together all right so it holds people's attention. And, that, yes. and I, I make stuff uh, uh, that's complex. I can make it simple. That's, mm -hmm. that's my, one of the, my big skill. Um, yeah, and then, um, yeah, because see, if, you, if the other languages, you can only have grammar in one language, for yeah. example. You know, like, uh, well, here, this book here, I'm just coming out with this. Well, this is already Ooh. out, this one. Uh, yes. We grow cannabis. Yeah. And, but, uh, like, for example, uh, Stefan, Stefan Meyer, he's mm -hmm. one of my co authors on this. I've known Stefan, mm -hmm. he's great known him for years well he talks six languages whoa and yeah yeah and uh but he only has grammar in italian because that's his first language right ah so his because, syntax and speech is all in the italian syntax and everything yeah because see you can't <laughs> get the spelling correct and you can't get the uh you know like uh for example uh Oh, gosh, there, there's so many differences, you know, I mean, a million differences and every country is different, too. You know, I mean, I'm fortunate to be here in Spain, Iberian Peninsula, because 
because that's kind of like the base language of stuff, you know, I mean, okay. the, the first Spanish. But, you know, Mexican Spanish is very, very different, much, much different. Uh, I spent okay. a bunch of time in Colombia, and uh, Colombian Spanish, way different, way, way different. Uh, uh, like, you know, me voy a liar, for example, you say in Spain, you say, me voy a liar un porro. Okay, um, I'm going to roll a joint, and that's exactly <laughs> how you say it, you know, boom, boom, boom. Okay. Yes. Um, Let's see, uh, let's see, in Colombia you say, me voy a, a, a porro, porro. You can use several different things for, for uh, joint, but uh, you say, uh, me voy a armarlo. Me voy a armar, oh, yeah. you know, you, you, um, you arm it. Is okay. The way. Yeah, but there's a, a million differences in the languages. It, it's, a, you know, second language only, but only, I only talk two, I can understand several, but it's quite quite difficult yeah but all of, everybody everybody needs to you know to grow uh to learn how to grow and you read your native language better you know you understand it better so did um, you have people from those specific like areas uh right uh, like help you interpret to their dialects and to their you know no 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 you can't or? i mean just uh the differences are uh, like you go from Mexico to Argentina and it's like uh, going from um, what from uh, uh, West Coast to Europe. Oh, so they're the just using different slang words. No, that, no, like... no. The distance, the distance. Oh, and oh. it's not slang. It's more colloquial. It's, it's quite okay. That colloquialism, uh, you know, you use words like uh, what? Um, uh, quanti quanti tiempo te tarda? Mm -hmm. how, how long does it take you? Okay, yes. uh, and, uh, but in in, um, in Mexico you say "cuánto tiempo te demora." Ah, no, you use different verb, everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but what you know in Spain, uh, it's it's where like uh, they say it's the most pure, or you know, like the Brits say that too. Okay, but um, anyway, it's the most <laughs> pure, so everybody understands the Spain Spanish from from here. So you use you know. that as the base language for the Spanish yeah. countries? Okay, very yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. And but but I have a translator because they're better than me. And I, I was about to ask that. <laughs> and, and they have to be a native speaker. You know, all of them okay. have to be native. Oh yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Impressive. They're not native. Uh, no, no. Yeah. No. I I mean, I tried to learn Spanish a little bit. I did my tattoo apprenticeship years back in Miami, and I can only remember certain things. And in just uh, even you explaining that, it makes sense. Be, makes sense because when I was learning French in high school, uh, we were taught about the different variations of feminine and masculine um, pronouns, nouns, verbs, and things like that that were also similar in Italian and Spanish, but they were all different. Right. And you know, she talked about those. So that's it's very interesting. And you're so right. Everybody does deserve to learn uh how to grow cannabis and yep. i just want to give you a big round of applause for actually thinking Great. about that as one of the few authors who actually does that so now back to your story of coming in i want to kind of actually break in and get you into some fun just a little bit of a uh, fun backstories do you have any like interesting stoner stories as a young teenager where you had the run-in with the cops and some cannabis or did you ever have any fun yeah, stoner I tried, stories i <laughs> forget all that shit i, I just oh, uh, you know okay. bad bad vibe i don't just don't bad like to remember any of that okay. Okay. Well, yeah. no, I meant fun no, I stories. I meant more so like, oh, we got away, not bad ones. So a bunch um, of times, bunch of times. But I don't know. I, I mean, I don't concentrate on that stuff. It's not, 
you know, to wow people and stuff. Yeah, I mean, um, I've been, I, I mean, I spent months, days, nights, uh, a lot of times being super scared. Well, uh, well we don't know. have to relive those memories. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's just no fun. Um, of course, most definitely. Yeah, I, I cross a lot of borders and stuff. You know, I used mm -hmm. to have to wear a disguise. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, yeah, sure. You didn't know. It's, I got, uh, I don't know. There's. Oh, pictures. I definitely, well, I've heard your stories with, uh, uh, your stories are some of my, so the reason I prompted that question, I'll be honest, the reason I prompt that question is I make light of it and I always smile because the listeners, you know, obviously it's a podcast, I want to keep it lighthearted and friendly, but yeah, one of the, yeah. the, the reasons behind that is for you, for you, I was trying to ask your story for the listeners in the sense of the reality of what it actually took for cannabis to be here and where it's at. The people who, uh, for instance, we just had Joshua Sheets on and I had him explain, which is a tough story. You know, he ended up having a BHO explosion that um, in a lab that doused his body 80% and he almost died from it. So it was really, Ooh. you know, it's not anything we want to talk about it, but it's the realities no. of the situations and the things that people go through. So I think your story... Um, Forgive me for even poking the question and making yeah, you even, hey, and no go worries. into those. No worries. Um, but your didn't... story and Rafael Caro Quintero's are probably two of the most infamous stories I've ever heard in my life, whether it be smuggling across borders, having to wear disguises, um, just the things you guys did for cannabis to get it across borders and things like that. Uh, quite insane. Obviously, Raphael's story is a little bit more intense. Uh, yours is a lot more, uh, a little laid back on some certain things. We'll, we yeah, won't mention yeah. those things, but your story is one of the things and same with D steve d'angelo like i hold you kind of like at that pillar of those people who you actually you are a true advocate in every sense where we don't have to talk about the things that you your laws broken and things like that but you really did pave way for people to be able to enjoy cannabis and a lot of people are spoiled nowadays because they don't think about your stories they don't think about you know potentially you know the ptsd mm -hmm. or the the various you know things that you go through nowadays because of what you put yourself through for cannabis so that was yeah. my whole intent behind that question so i'm so sorry for asking yeah no totally worries move on. no no worries i just you know just like i don't have to relive stuff no absolutely um, <laughs> absolutely all right. do you suffer from bad vibes because nobody likes bad vibes, and many of us cultivators and cannabis consumers end up suffering with bad vibes on a day-to-day, -day, like physical ailments or mental maladies, just like Jorge was talking about. But you know what helps me with my bad vibes and many other cannabis cultivators and consumers? Cultivating your own cannabis. But to do so, you need top-tier genetics. And it's really hard in this day and age to know where they're bred, who bred them, and if they're actually boutique or top-tier. But guess what? The Cannabis Chronicles is coming out with Boutique Genetics here in a few months, and I'm proud to announce that I will be releasing these boutique and very high-end exclusive genetics to you all at thecannabischronicles.net. So definitely check that out, and be sure to browse the selection of boutique strains, seeds, and merchandise that we'll have so you can have the TCK swag inside your garden just like I will be representing here soon. Although, I really do like my TNB Natural shirt, which I'll probably keep this on for quite some time. Now, without further ado, let's get back to the show. Stay tuned. Bunch of people like doing that stuff. I don't. I got other oh, stuff nice. to do. I only yes. got so much space up here. And no, and I don't want to put all, you through it. That. So, forgive me yeah, for asking but that I question. But I haven't. I haven't. I didn't. I, I haven't spent uh, any hard jail time. I've been 
prison. That's or good. Not, I haven't been in prison. I've been like locked up a few times, but no big deal. That's um, good. Yeah, that's, that was yeah, one thing I'm, Joshua talked about. He he had spent ten years for cultivation, so we branched into that. Like I said, it's it's always hard asking those tough questions. People don't want to relive it, so we'll move on and we'll branch into yeah, more fun yeah. stuff. Okay, so no worries. Cool. Uh, so back to you publishing and after you've published and you've gotten to uh, cannabis, what was the first grow up that you actually got your hands onto? Like a large, like legal cultivation facility? Like what, what year um, was it? And, and the years in between, was it a lot of running, you know, in between grow ops and running from the law? Or was it just like you writing your books and publishing and doing things on a legal mm, side of what you could? Let's see. Probably in the first legal places, I was probably in the late 90s early early no yeah late 90s late 90s in switzerland because back then they didn't distinguish uh, uh rope from dope and um so you have industrial cannabis everything was industrial cannabis that, that they they figure uh, but it doesn't turn into a, a illegal a legal substance a drug until you roll it up into a joint and you have to put a match to it you have to light it that's when it turns into a drug so everybody was growing a lot i mean a lot uh a lot in fact the one, one guy felix uh, oh man he passed away I, it's sad. he's My italian goodness. italian part in, um down in ticino you know six i think six percent yeah of uh switzerland's uh uh italian Yes. And um, yeah, that's where Stefan's from, you know, my oh. one of my co-authors. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's, but in, the, the deal is um, he, went, he, he, he ran an ad in the local newspaper for, for contract farmers and he had like a half a dozen fields going. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it was, it was amazing. They used to smuggle over to... Um, to Italy all the time. It's like it was, oh, awesome. it was a real big business. Yeah, a lot of a lot of uh, well, there's mafia Good. guys involved, you know. Italian oh, guys. Okay, well that makes sense. My Sicilian family, that side of the thing was. Oh yeah, Sicily. There's yeah. a bunch of stuff going on down there now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got good friends in Sicily. Okay, very yeah. cool. I've never been. I've always heard it was beautiful. My great-grandfather used to talk about it when he was alive, and he used to always tell us stories about just various places he would go as a child. And he grew these beefsteak yeah, yeah. tomatoes, and it was, you know, yeah. he would do, like, all these, like, little oil and vinegars on it. So it was cool. It, yeah, the Italian yeah, side yeah. of me is kind of flourishing and smiling, knowing they like uh, they like to help with the cannabis. <laughs> yeah, you bet. No, there's, uh, I got uh, quite a few really good Italian friends, and they're, they're good guys, yeah? That's awesome. Um, that's amazing. Yeah, that's good. And a uh, few Sicilians, too. Nah, two. Two Sicilians. There yeah. we go. There we but go. But that's it. So, um, uh, yeah, any everything... Um, all it changes, changes so quickly. Well, what is it like? I, I, I do have to ask you this question since you have seen everything change. You know, you have seen all you you've really lived through a lot of the eras of cannabis in a sense of the most popular in the 21st century and the 20th. And what was it like seeing um, cannabis? And what is it like sitting here now today, like knowing like, there is a lot of states where it's legal or at least medically accessible. And obviously it's not like that everywhere, but what, what do you kind of look at and what is your, 
What's your peace of mind with cannabis in this day and age? And what's the one thing you wish to, you're still kind of like advocating and fighting and like, what's like the goal that like ignites that passion behind you? What's it kind of aimed at right now? Wow. Um, actually it's to keep, keep doing what I've been doing the last 40 years. Um, and I'm entering, now I'm in my fifth, fifth decade, fifth decade of, of teaching people to grow. This is, you know, I got this, this new book. This is one of them. I'm, I'm doing everything digital now. Okay. Uh, I've got a lot of things going on. I've got, a, I've got, uh, well, I work with, uh, Stefan and then also, uh, uh, Gary or doc, doc, Dr. Gary got a doctor's degree in microbiology with a oh. minor in the, um, uh, genetics. Yeah. So he's, uh, you know, he's a pretty sorted out guy. Anyway, um, yeah, I think I got, I got pictures of these guys. Um, yeah, here they are. Oh, yeah, let me see. There, there we are. Yeah. Oh, Whoops. they look like a good There's group a of Stephon. guys. Yeah, this yeah. is Stefan Stephon and Gary. Yeah. Awesome. Well, shout Gary's out to Stefan just... and Gary. That's, that's you, you guys rock. You guys are doing big things behind the scenes and probably in front of the scenes, too. So that's awesome. Oh, yeah, <laughs> they're doing great, great stuff. So that's that's really cool. Um, to see things change is just a real mind fuck to me. I, I, yeah. it's, it, it's weird because, you know, I went back to America. I hadn't been there for, for some years. And then, uh, we had a house though for, for a while there. Okay. Uh, but it's just so, so different because mm -hmm. before, you know, Netherlands was the only place that was legal. Yeah, that's right. And then it's kind of like going backwards now. <laughs> and, and, you know, I went to university in Mexico and it was, it was quite illegal there, but you could get away with a lot of stuff. And, um, gosh, I mean, I, where, my hometown where I grew up, Ontario, Oregon, it's right next to Idaho. And uh, that yes. was so, uh, it, it's like real conservative. Uh, it's mm -hmm. full of redneck farmers, basically, yep. <laughs> and uh, everybody's got a you know a gun rack and stuff there, in their in their truck. So it it was pretty anti, very anti cannabis, you know. And I got into it early on in high school, and and oh man, I remember so many people got arrested. It was, I mean, I, I, I mean, at one time, at one time, half of my friends were in jail, right? Oh, that's no fun. Out. That's no one fun. Out. No, it's <laughs> none, no none fun, at all. That, that's why all these, you know, like, I, I don't want bad memories, you know? Yeah, no, um, of course. But it, I mean, I, I will say at least, I mean, not to like, not that you're going down that path. It's, it's, you have a story that is like quite insane. Just like for me, it is crazy to think like these places. Um, So I tattooed in Alpine, Wyoming. It's like right on the border of Idaho. So it's, <laughs> it, and they're all stoners nowadays. Like they Good. all smoke weed. So it's so yeah, crazy yeah. hearing just, and you saying it's a mind fuck. It absolutely has to be a mind fuck to you. Just oh, like very, very, you go into these so. places where they were just like throwing your friends in jail left and right. And now they're like, high five, you smoking? Like, you know, like it's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it doesn't appear to be a big issue anymore for most people. And, you know, uh, one of the things I was just looking, I, I, I think I, I can't, I don't know, the, you can go on my website and see and see photos of me with the disguise in the old days. 
I've seen um, one of them posted on Grass City. It was in, it was a very unique and interesting look. I like it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's my, my Che 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 Marley, you know, Che yes, yes. and, and uh, Bob Marley. That yes, was the look. Good. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, it, it was it was so 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 different then. So so very different. And now it's really really uh, pretty great, but it's. Mm -hmm. um, uh, it's changed so quickly, and that's why one of the things I'm doing now is I'm I'm looking at uh, at this book, and and it's uh, community inspired because oh. it's all about the community. It's not about uh, it's hard to get that. Does this look backwards? Or you no? know what I'll do for you? Don't worry about it. When I edit this <laughs> and I put it in where your hand is, I'm going to put a nice picture of it right there. Okay, the good. Audience. So it'll be nice. And every Anyone viewing, I'm going to put a nice one. I'll put the link on the screen. Um, and okay. I'm going to have you say all your links at the end of this. So anyone listening to just the audio version, for those wondering what he's holding up, he has his phone in his hand and he's showcasing the, the book he's working on that's going to be a digital book. It's it What he just mentioned is all about the community, which no, it, I'm guessing. It already is. It's already Oh, it's already uh, out there. Available. It's out there oh, on yeah, his sure, website. Sure, sure. Um, it's about the community. So kind of explain that more. So you're, you're essentially, you wrote a book just in depth about probably community members. I'm gonna let you take it away from here though. Well, yeah, actually uh, what it is, it's um, it's, it's 100 pages. It's got uh, eight chapters in it. And there are actual, a page is a page, see? Uh, mm -hmm. it's, not, it's not like filler or lightweight stuff. Okay. And it's also interactive. And you oh, know, that's cool. Um, yeah, yeah, you can click on any any place in the table of contents, and you go immediately to that place, that page. And Ooh. since it's a it's a PDF format, so you can do any kind of a search you want. You can keep it on your mobile phone, and it works great. You know, or okay. cell phone they call it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to snag this after. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really it's really good deal. And then I don't. I mean, you know, uh, Colorado's got quite a few. It's got a large. Uh, uh, Latin population there as, as well. I know quite a few Latins from there. Yeah, and Pueblo so, and all that area. Yeah, exactly. So we also have the same the same book. I have the made the same book except we translate already. It's uh, my friend Josete from uh, Cañamo Magazine. He oh, translated man. it, and I've got a copy I can show you. Well, it's called Cultivamos uh, Cannabis. It's the same book. Oh. It's just in 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 the Spanish. So we uh, we can have sounds a lot so more like, audience that way. It sounds like so much more sophisticated and like we like almost kind of yeah, well, man, it sounds so Spanish. much good. It just sounds so like good. It rolls off the tongue well versus like oh yeah, we it just rolls cannabis? off the tongue well. Yeah, like we grow cannabis rolls off the tongue really really well. That's that's like a really great yeah. name for a book about the community. But man, the the Spanish version it just sounds nice, man. It sounds like. It, like there's like Italian things like we're out here like where my great grandfather used to say and I'm like man that sounds good to the tongue I don't know what you just said but that sounded cool like that sounded nice to the ears <laughs> right. you know pleasing. Yeah yeah it's a no it's the second syllable usually it's the second yeah. syllable they'll they'll draw out mm -hmm. and you can I mean it's real easy accent to pick you can hear them talk mm -hmm. Spanish it's, oh. <laughs> nobody can seem to get rid of it yeah um, <laughs> i love it well i mean honestly man you 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 exude so much passion so i mean what i'm picking up is you're really just trying to take everything you, you did in the last you're pretty much everything you've worked for in your whole life and really just aim it 
further and further let's get these countries legalized let's get the rest yeah. of the united united states legalized let's just get everybody growing cannabis just you know everybody you learning what's the next um if there is a book coming out or is if there's a project coming out um what's kind of the next big project that you kind of see yourself aside from the we grow cannabis what's kind of the next big thing are you going to be doing some uh big expos out there are you going to do anything yeah. in Spain? oh expos yeah we've got uh about three weeks three four weeks is coming up um uh spanabiz spanabiz oh, is the biggest okay. trade, trade fair cannabis trade fair in uh in europe that's exciting and they they have a very like it goes for three days and it's it's cool. It's real cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Look up uh, Spanabis, S-P-A-N-N-A-B-I-S dot com. Yeah. Uh, and you can get all the all the data on it. They've got um, uh, it's in English as well. I think there's okay. several languages uh, so you can read all about it. And it's um, it, it's quite cool. Um, definitely worth a trip. You know? Yeah, um, I, I've had so many friends tell me to come out to Barcelona and come check out Spain. One of our editors that uh, used to work at Homegrown, uh, he he lived out in Barcelona, so and he used to send me oh, pictures really? all the time. Yeah, he used to send me pictures all the time, man. It is beautiful yeah. out there. It is beautiful. Yeah, it's a it's a good city. It's a real good city. It's a little loud, but it's uh, it's still <laughs> like very nice here. Yes, um, yes. Yeah, I, I I like it real well. Um, that's amazing. Yeah, so that's going on. Um, let's see. Here's one. This book here, you know, this book here. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Cannabis yes, Encyclopedia. Yes, yes. It weighs like two kilos. So it's too <laughs> much. much. Too, it weighs too much. But it's 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 a good book. Well, I already ha I already have trans have it translated in in uh, Spanish. Yeah. Okay. For some time. But I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't publish it because economically it would have been a disaster. Mm, you know, yes, everybody yes. would have loved it, but it would have been a disaster. Mm -hmm. So I'm do. I put this on the. I, we're working right now to put this on the internet in Spanish. On digital yeah. form for them. That's going to be amazing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is like going to be the one one place everybody goes. And for those and, listeners, know. he just held up the cannabis encyclopedia, and it is just like if you've never even looked through that book, holy cow! It is the holy. It is one of the holy grail of books. There's few books I really recommend yeah. in your collection. It's like I would say like ninety percent of ninety nine percent of cannabis cultivators would probably have Jorge's books. Ed Rosenthal's yeah. and Mel Frank's. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that was the one. That was the one that I yeah, read heavily. Is, yes. Everybody, we, this is in you know this is like uh, seven 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 languages. Seven. Languages. Oh wow, that's, that's awesome, yeah, man. It's important. You are doing important. work for the world, and yeah. it, it's no, so important, important too because. Stuff. People are gonna hear this podcast, and it is wild how many people tune in i would have people from like russia and stuff like that just like not really being able to speak a lot of english but they just want to hear what they can and you're so right man people are so eager to oh my gosh he has a russian book that is amazing this guy is the most gangster author ever that is so good man how did you who can i ask who author or like who translated that for you because russia no, is like insanely hard my buddies over there uh you know you gotta be native speaker uh -huh. I, you know, like everybody pirates this book, you know, because you can't buy them over there. Yeah. I had this published and, and, you know, like Putin, Putin shut down the, he shut down the websites. There's a progression of stuff over time. Yeah. He shuts everything down. 
And so I, I can't sell them. I can't get them in there. Yeah. Uh, so everybody just um, pirates basically are you are you um, okay with the pirate like w give me a wink <laughs> no, yeah, no what can i do what can i do right. I'm, a practi I'm a practical man yeah you know? I'm, <laughs> I'm just giving the people guy. what they want you know um, i can't i can't do much uh you know what somebody i, I said i don't like it and they go okay yeah but they're at home and i can do nothing so yeah. uh it's uh accepted that's it to be fair i, um, I guess you can look at it as like it kind of sucks because you're eating the cost. Believe me, it's not cheap. People, I'm 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 making jokes over here. This man's eating the cost on publishing costs and distribution while Putin's just giving him the straight just uppercut of uh, economic rights out there. Uh, but I mean, at least you at least you have people that want to want to learn from you, and they're at least downloading your book. I mean, it sucks they're they're torrenting it. I, listen, I admitted yeah. to doing that earlier, but I purchased yeah. a copy when I was able to have money. <laughs> yeah, well, see, it's, it's just, but you look at the, you look at these guys and they, they don't have, they can't get them. No, they can't, well, get, they can't get much. A lot of the places in Russia, they can't do a lot. Like it's, uh, it has become yeah. a little bit more of a KGB hellhole lately, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, well, yeah, we won't talk too much of that cool. stuff, but yes, Russia is an interesting place. I have uh, a lot of listeners that hit me up, and I say a lot, probably like five listeners that hit me up consistently, and I always try to answer their questions, but sometimes they, I have to like Google Translate because we just we're not it ain't working and Heavy i always have to yeah I'm, I'm trying to you know give them advice like, but like man serbic it's a serbic wow. alphabet see it's not it's not see we have we have That's uh wild we're all used to the the american alphabet uh -huh. but this uh serbic letters you know so it's different it is it's, so he was just showing yeah. on screen the actual page. If you guys, I'm telling you, if you're just listening to this, this is going to be an episode you want to go back, check out on YouTube and play on YouTube because he's really has showcased quite a bit. It's really, it's just very unique and interesting to see this because, you know, not to say that uh, we all, I think, I think everybody in the world sometimes forget, you know, we create our own little bubbles. You know, you when you live inside your bubble, you forget <laughs> that other people exist, you know, whether it be in another country, in another state, in this and this, we all live different lives. Your bubble is so wide, man. Like you really have put your bubble across the world and you've kind of kept your bubble like your community is the world. And I, I really just, I have to give you a big massive round of applause because it's easy to be an advocate in your state or i mean it's it's not easy it's hard to be an advocate no, it's hard it's state. all hard it's, it's not, all hard i have my hands out to all of these guys but you for know, you to do it everybody. worldwide and put your neck on the chopping block beware to where you might not be able to go travel to these places like uh, you know you might not be welcome in russia you might not be welcome in these various places you know what i'm saying so like <laughs> that's like <laughs> you're laughing because i'm probably right i'm guessing i'm guessing no, you're not I, I welcome just, out there I, I was wondering i have somewhere i don't know i can't but i <laughs> one of my russian friends sent me um <laughs> He sent me a picture of me in front of, um, well, of me. Apparently, I'm well known over there. Okay. So it's probably a good idea. I, I don't, I don't, I shouldn't be hanging out over there. You know, I yes, yes. I like to go. I mean, they got some really good skiing and they're like over by the Ural Mountains and stuff. Ooh. And then I'd like, love to see St. Petersburg. Yes. It's, you know, uh, a real historic city. It'd yeah. be really great. But, um, you know, uh, politics don't allow that. But anyway, there's a picture of me um, 
and they use this image of me to sell mushrooms. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, and it's all in Russian. <laughs> I, I, I have it on my phone. I just, I can't find it easily. That's okay. That's so yeah. awesome. If you happen but to it, find it after and you want to send it to me, I'll pop it up on screen and the, during the editing, that'll be fun for them to you know, see. But let me, let me take a no note and, and I'll, let's see. Okay. But that's, that's too good. They, uh, they don't let you sell. They don't let Jorge Cervantes in Russia. <laughs> well, they probably yeah, they let do. me in. I don't. They probably let me in. I. They might not let me out. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> that's, that's a problem. problem. <laughs> so it's now like, let's talk about your advocacy in some other countries. What other countries right now have you faced issues, kind of like Russia, where you are trying to push something and they're kind of fighting you back? What's some countries that you found that with? Boy, I, I don't know. Uh, uh, old stories about Canada, but right mm. now, okay. um, you know, I've, I've been, um, I used to send, and, and Australia too. I mean, we ah. used to smuggle books in there for years and then they caught us. Uh -huh. And then, uh, or they caught the shipments, they didn't catch me personally. Gotcha, um, gotcha. But then um, we just kept it up and, and finally, uh, I think it cost them about three million dollars to Woo! to catch us. Yeah, that was the goal. You spent them. You you made them spend some money. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's we amazing. Burn up they... their budget. We burn up their budget for three years. That's so good, and then, dude. Um, oh, that's so good. But anyway, they're in there now, or, or well, they have been for a long time. But now with the internet, it doesn't matter. See, I can go across all those borders. Nothing. Mm -hmm. it, they can't stop us so easy. Yeah. Huh? That is actually before nice. you have a physical book. That that this you have to you know now ship and stuff. I didn't and, even think about it. And, now. It's just paywalls that could potentially block you, and if your paywall's pretty solid and you're good, yeah. and people can pretty much access it any which way, especially with the digital age and cryptocurrency. Yeah. That is super yeah. cool. Yeah, and Canada was the same thing. I mean, we we always ship books up there for this. Oh, for years, like about every anywhere from six months to a year, I'd, I'd send another another load of books. Well, just a, a box, you know, like mm -hmm. uh, uh, what, 44 books at that time. OK, and this and, is like around the time you're printing roughly 6,000 to 10,000 a year. Yeah, I was printing about 10,000, 10,000 a year back then, maybe okay. depends some years, maybe 20. OK. Um, you know, then we went and then we started going to 50,000, but that was quite later, quite a those bit later. Those are those later. numbers. Those are those numbers. <laughs> but we, um, I would, I would ship them up there every, every, uh, well, once or twice a year, every time they come back all beat up and, and, uh, you know, they, they find, I never could, I mean, it was really hard to get through. I mean, okay. Yeah, so they were pretty good about one... out in Canada. They were pretty good about finding your shipments. They they find them they ship it ship it back but they beat them up. They oh, that's beat them so up nice first. of them. So nice. No, they of them. So they were like take it and, and ruin the books and then so they couldn't be resold and they pull pages and then send them back and and the, nobody seemed to know how that happened. There's the government people, officials, right? Conspiracy. And, we're, we're, you're conspiracy theorists if you say otherwise. <laughs> I guess I don't know. I just know they took my damn books and beat them up. But finally, <laughs> I had to say thanks to Mark Emery, they got in. Okay. 
You well, know. big shout out yeah. to Mark Emery. Who's, can you explain who Mark Emery is for all us listeners? Yeah, Mark Emery, uh, he started Cannabis Canada. And oh. uh, it was uh, Prince of Pot. And uh, he had a big seed company. Was that uh, in 89, selling... 90? Or which year was this? Yeah, yeah. Er, er, those years during that okay. time. I'd have to look at a, a timeline to remember. I kind of but, remember his business. I did a little research on his, his name's now popping in my head. His uh, all his advocacy work. When you said uh, the the Canada's uh, the Canada Pot King or whatever, I was like, oh my gosh, that guy rings Prince a bell. of Pot. Prince, Prince of, of Pot. Pot. Yes, the Prince of Pot. When I was doing my research for the Emperor of Hemp, uh, the Prince of Pot came up. <laughs> yeah, Jack. Jack. He's, yeah. he's not with us anymore. No, rest in um, peace. Yeah, yeah. No kidding. He did a lot. Yeah. Did a heck of a lot. Um, but they, um, yeah, they, but, but now, now the books are in, um, okay. they made it in, but they used to, they used to co photocopy them. Oh, um, oh yeah. Cool. I saw a lot of photocopied books up there. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, they would photocopy difficult. them and sell them. And now is, are they giving you rights? Are they paying you out of that? Or they were just doing that shit? Just like, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. This Everything's is the, illegal. Gotcha. So uh, they're, they're just, they're, they're pretty much moving it just to get the shit moved out in Canada, Canada and get your name out there, get the product out there. Everyone's under no, the like, no, it's, uh, it's, uh, so people would understand how, how to grow. That's why. Mm. I mean, it's, you know, that's the goal. Teach people. Well, that's how what to I grow. meant. Like, they were trying to just get it moved out, like photocopy pages, hand it out to their friends, like, hey, just get it out there. We're just trying to get it and go. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah. hey, it works, and it's it's unfortunately it's like what's happening with the digital stuff with the PDFs being tor torrented in Russia. It's like the same concept, just digital. Um, but that's that's really cool that at least Mark Emery helped get you the the kind of the footing in there when he was unlocking like kind of the Canadian route, which that's a whole interesting story in and of itself. And I'm sure you probably had some hand in the advocacy process of Canada becoming legalized and them doing all their fun stuff. What was it like watching Canada become legalized and and what where they are today well i lived there for about a year and a half in the 90s or mid Ooh. mid 90s yeah yeah mid late 90s yeah have to look the the time up yeah i lived in bc um oh. so i know uh, <laughs> um i know a lot about uh canada <laughs> <laughs> i love it i love it i love yeah. it <laughs> but yeah bc lower mainland all of that stuff one time i remember i looked outside there was, uh, it was like, you know, they have that uh, low cloud cover around yeah. there. Because yeah. in the Northwest, they have low cloud covers. It seems like the clouds are right on top of them. Mm -hmm. Well, um, <laughs> I was down there and, and we was out there visiting grow rooms, Delta, Delta. Oh. And uh, there was about about a dozen you could see everybody was venting remember i told people to vent up the chimney because it was pretty safe yeah. well <laughs> there was like a dozen <laughs> a dozen uh, uh chimneys you could see the, the the light go up and hit the clouds right there and you just <laughs> look around <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty funny. You're just like, well, I know what that is. It's like the bat signal for stoners. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty funny. But yeah, that's where all the 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 cannabis was coming from. You know, BC. Good, you know, they yeah, were, they were growing it. It was selling for like twelve. Yeah, about twelve hundred a pound. Twelve hundred wow. a pound up there. They have some beautiful strains get, out there. 
Oh yeah, they they made a lot of lot of good stuff. There was, uh, uh, oh, I remember Jay Jay. What's it? Uh, I, there's Island Skunk. You know, there's yes, uh, yes, uh, Skunk. Victoria Victoria uh, Island or yeah, Vancouver Island. Excuse Vancouver me, Victoria, Island, the that, capital. Yes. Capital yeah, gotcha. is their stuff. <laughs> but yeah, I lived in fact, I don't know if you saw those uh well the first video I did with High Times um yeah, the they movie, will right? not High Times will not let me post those uh videos on my website or on what? my YouTube. No, they won't. They won't and I'm I'm not so happy about that. Come on, High but, Times. <laughs> well, they they own the copyright and yeah. I don't. Yeah. So that's it. But uh yeah. Way. <laughs> well the the first one we shot up there um and and that was good but that was the day we shot it down there on lower hastings you know in mm -hmm. uh, vancouver and what happened was uh somebody let's see oh the guy we who, who owned that but the, somebody had bought one of those old bank buildings you know they have those great big old oh, stone bank, yes. bank buildings so they bought one of those and we were shooting the video inside mm -hmm. there and then somebody comes in and well because it wasn't a bank anymore it was a empty building and so that we we were using it to shoot uh, <laughs> the grow room part of it and somebody comes in and goes you know the the da's over across the street busting mark emery and i go no shit. so we look out there and yeah that was happening and um yeah <laughs> Anyway, we all sneaked Whoa. out. Yeah. yeah. So you guys just snuck out the back, just like watch the yeah. DEA just go full blast. First off, that was probably a hell of an experience to see because DEA rolls up just like SWAT does. They roll up fast, hard, and with like literally like 30 different vehicles all around. Right. They don't they don't go in quiet. So right. that must have been Over a hell of a thing to see. Yeah. Overwhelming force is what it's yeah. called. But yeah, those, it was uh, that was one of the things, you know, that one came. I didn't get in trouble, so it's not a bad memory for me. Sick. Uh, you guys skedaddled you know, right out for, of there. <laughs> yeah, no, we uh, sneaked out the back door and got the hell out of there. You don't hang you around. That's nope. like, kind of like. You guys are sitting there. Film, film this. That's the new age. Film mm. it. <laughs> no, you, you leave, leave, yep. leave yep. <laughs> out of there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, but anyway, that was the, the first one. That video did really well. Actually, it, it went all over the world. And um, I think I remember seeing it was a High Times highlight thing, right? Or the um, it was a High Times, High Times magazine cover. And you had like a two minute and 30 second segment or something in it or something like a two minute segment or something like that. No, they, these were the let me see if I got these somewhere. I'm, I don't really think about this stuff so much. Oh, no worries. Here. Okay, it's up here. Cool, cool, cool. I can see it. Whoops. Good point, Steve. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, I do remember those. Well, actually, we did a whole series of these things. Here, here's me with the disguise. There you go. Yeah, there you are. Yeah, yeah. Here's, <laughs> I love here's it. another disguise photo. Okay, there we go. I do remember that one. That's how I actually, when I, I was told Jorge Cervantes in my head, that's how I pictured you, believe it or not. It's like the, the image that popped into my head. And I was like, wait, he doesn't wear that disguise anymore. Like I was doing my research. And I was like, <laughs> I feel like such an idiot. I was like, he's like early disguise. Like what is going on? 
yeah it was uh those were hard, uh, different times it was it was kind of exciting you know <laughs> here's but the whole thing yes. i did three of them all together yes yeah, i always wanted those i never got my hands on them but growers used to show, post pictures of their like little like their setup with like their ed rosenthal books or jorge books and like their dvds you know like posting pictures and stuff like that so i used to always be jealous i'm not gonna lie <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah well, uh, you can probably find them download them mm -hmm. somewhere you know they're they're a bit dated now but yeah. it's interesting i shot one we shot one and you know the crew the crew was great. I mean, those guys were really good. Uh, in fact, uh, uh, two of them, uh, Danny Danko, he's got a, a podcast. Uh, yes. Yeah. He he uh, he is when I when I left High Times, I ran a I, I wrote a column, regular column for ten years, and yeah. then I I recommended Danny to take over the take over the column, and That's he right. did really well with it. Yeah. And I have a couple also, of his uh, his articles that he wrote. I actually do have a couple of them from my this, uh, the High Times magazine. So yeah, no, cool. I, I really do enjoy Danny's work. I enjoy your work a lot, but that's cool, cool. that you recommended him. I did not know that. That's oh, really yeah. cool. Yeah, sure. Danny's uh, he's a great guy. I love him dearly, and, and he loves he loves Leo Messi too. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Messi. I mean, I'm a football uh, soccer fan. Yeah, very good. Yes. And he played for Barcelona. He has uh, Ballon de Oro, you know, like the uh, Golden Globe. Okay, golden okay. Ball. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah very has, cool. Uh, I think five, five of them. He got That's more amazing. So he, yeah. Messi's like the Messi's like the man. He's like the the yeah. just the, the the beast of the field. <laughs> yeah, he's well. Yeah, he was he was one. He's the best, best in the world. The best. That's okay. It. All right. He won the he won the super well the uh, the. Uh, the World Cup for for uh, Argentina too. Last oh year. Yeah. dang! So yeah, he's yeah. very very tall. Wow. Oh, he's uh, <laughs> <laughs> is totally. He's uh, number one in the world. I mean, he's the best. I'll have to is. watch some like highlight clips of him. Does I, oh, I man. think I know who you're talking about because I'm pretty sure I've seen his face just on commercials and or like um just like when they do the highlight clips of soccer on ESPN and stuff like that. I do. I I'm yeah. pretty sure I know who you're talking about. Is yeah. his first name Ronaldo? No, no, no. That's no, that's Cristiano. another person. He's the, he's the guy. He he's a fairly egotistical. Uh, okay, so I have the two mis mixed up then, because that was the guy I was thinking of. And yes, I've heard I've heard that about him. So I'll have to look up Messi. I'll have to see Messi and see some, yeah, yeah. See some clips. Okay, okay. Yeah, so, Messi, uh, M E S S I. So now. Yeah. Let me ask you some questions about um, just to finish up because we are breaking into about the 45 minute to 50 minute mark right here. And this okay. is about the time where I like to cut off the episodes or, or kind of bring the episodes yeah, good, good. to I, a close. Yeah, um, I'm kind of tired too. It's about 930 here. Oh, yes. We don't want to. We yeah. definitely don't want to keep you up anymore. But you've really uh, in introduced yourself to this podcast amazingly. I mean, you are Jorge Cervantes. Everyone can look up you everyone can look up so much information but um i'm gonna be honest you gave us a lot of snippets and backstories into things that you can't just look up so easily and you can't just put together so i really appreciate that i am so again i apologize for bringing down that one road but we uh, totally changed routes <laughs> and we got back to good vibes and positive vibes which i always leave off on positive vibes so this is kind of the section where i always ask my guests what is one piece of life advice, like from all the years you've been alive? It doesn't even have to be with cannabis. What's one piece of advice if you could tell all the listeners listening? What's one thing you would tell them right now? Believe in yourself. I love it. 
I think I, I think your message literally this whole time has been nothing but believe in yourself. Like you've talked yep. about hard work. You've talked about yep. the printing, the printing stuff alone. That is printing 6,000 books is immense. So believe in yourself. I love that, man. I, I really yeah. do. How, were there times in your, your era where you really had to push, um, you know, let me rephrase that. What was kind of like the the kind of the the low point of printing where you're like, damn it, I just want to give up. Like, did you, did you ever have insane nights where you're just like, I'm so over this? But were they ever followed by like high pinnacle points where you're like, wow, I freaking did it. That hard work was worth it. Because that's like, for me, that's the best thing about don't give up and believe in yourself is like, you have to believe in yourself in those moments where you're frustrated the most because they truly pay out the most in the end. So were there any nights in the printing press where you might have wanted to fight the printing press? <laughs> no, I mean, I, it was, I, I had to pull through on that one. That was okay. like, I started, I had to finish, um, you know, it's, that's, it's, I, I make a decision. I, I go forward. That's it. There's no, I, I don't think to turn back. Um, I like that. It, it didn't, didn't, it, did it cross my mind? Maybe. I, I just don't remember now. Well, I, I, just, don't, even, I, I don't even mean I giving continue. up. I mean, more so like, have, did were there ever any nights where like, you printed a book and then you messed up a page. You're like, dang, I, I messed up that page. It's one of those times where it's like, oh gosh, I don't want to do this again. But you're like, you know what? I'm going to get through this. Have you ever, oh. did you ever mess up books? Is that, did that happen often? Yeah, sure. Nonstop, nonstop. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about something deep, you know, like no. you really fucking want to quit. Like, uh, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't done... see you having those moments. You, you've given me the vibe that you're not a person that's a quitter. You know, when you yeah. stick your head to something, you're going to go through it. But I just more so meant we're like, man, I, I sometimes with my artwork, dude, when I get to drawing, I actually, I'll be drawing like, I had a painting one time. I painted 36 hours and a girl tripped, put her hand across the painting. And I literally just like <laughs> walked out of my classroom and I was just like, <gasps> you know, like outside, just like so irritated. But I, you know, I walked back inside. I redid the painting eventually, but uh, yeah. that's more so what I was yeah. talking about. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, the, the hardest time for me was when they had Green Merchant in 1989. And they put 120 of my friends in jail. That's when Whoa. that was hard. Whoa. I had to hide for three fucking years. That was, that was hard. hundred and twenty of your friends in jail, and you yeah, had to hide look it for up. three it's a years. Green, green merchant. Look it yeah. up. I will definitely. Yeah, it's. Have a, to look I that think up. I put something on my website, but. Uh, Nobody in the comments better ask me to ask this man about it on another episode because we're not going to dive down. None of that. That's probably not something he wants to discuss. Yeah. So if you want to yeah. look it up, look up Green Merchant, like he's saying, because if if Jorge comes back on another another episode and blesses us with his presence, it's all going to be happy vibes and not diving down those alleys. So don't ask. By the way, I have to say that because if you... I'm telling you, my audience, if you add, if you if you give them snippets of information, they're gonna they're gonna make me want to ask you about ten million things about it. So be well, careful what tell, you put out there. Uh, well, no, I just tell them to uh, you know, I I won't answer I, I don't want to answer a bunch of questions. It brings back bad memories. Yes. Uh, but the but that's you know, you can look all that stuff up. Yes, if somebody absolutely. wants to know, you can look it up or talk to somebody that was there. Oh, uh, those guys are dead, dead now. Um, well, 
Anyway. You've, had a, you've had a wonderful story and I, I did I before I ask my last question I just want to say thank you so much for coming on and hey, in hey. light of all the change everything it's been really fun you're you're a, a very very happy personality and wonderful personality to be yeah. around <laughs> uh, I you're, you're absolutely just blossoming with energy and uh, oh, advocacy no. for cannabis so I really enjoy it um, I guess the last question I have for you is uh, what is it like to have people like me look up to you like a role model because on my show, Kyle Cushman, uh, you know, I got to talk with Kyle Cushman several times and he said oh, it yeah. took him 15 years to fill the shoes of Kyle Cushman. That's what it felt like for him. So does it still blow your mind when like, uh, you know, people who are, you know, you know, I'm, I'm 27, I'm like not really anything special, but I'm like, you're like, not not to be like, oh, kissing your butt or anything, but you're a big deal. Like you're a big, big <laughs> deal in the cannabis world. And you've really done a lot. It's like, I'm still, absolutely mind blowing that this interview even just happened and we just had this hat chat like i'm smiling over here like a giddy, giddy little schoolboy. so it's like Whoa. what is it like having um like freaking millions of people look up to you man like is it an overwhelming bearing sometime or is it something where you just kind of smile you just it's like a, a lot of love just a good energy all the time it's it's actually a, a huge responsibility mm -hmm. um because you know everybody thinks i know everything and i don't <laughs> Uh, you know, it's, uh, um, I, I can write real well, and I, I, I can do really good research. I'm, I'm a pretty good grower. Uh, uh, you know, I haven't done everything. I've, I've been around uh, a little bit, but I, I take it as kind of a big, big responsibility. Yeah. Um, I could be egotistical about stuff, but it doesn't really work. I don't see any benefit in it. Yeah. Uh, I don't like egotists. Uh, they're hard to be around. Yes. Um, you know, narcissistic people are <laughs> difficult. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, they are. <laughs> man, so, but it's it's been pretty pretty different. I feel really good a lot of times good. Um, about it. You know, proud of what I do. But you know, I mean, I don't have to wear this stupid disguise anymore. You know, I mean, you know what it's like going around with. You can't tell anybody who you are. You know, you have to hide. It's yes. not. It's not too cool. Um, I don't think most people know I just what that is. Believe. And, and you, not to interrupt you, I don't think most people know what that that's like. And just hmm. with kind of like how you breeze over stuff, I can tell you with tattooing. Um, sorry, I got an eyelash in my eye. If I end up wiping my eye for those watching the video, <laughs> uh, it had to hit me at the last second. But um, from tattooing people who have gone in the military and things like that, and just seeing just kind of the signs of like, yo touchy topic let's breeze from that uh i can tell you just the three years that you had to hide uh that's not even a disguise but having to hide i mean dude that's like nuts you don't want to talk about it, it you can see it yeah. on your face for those watching the video uh that's a real thing people like he's not this isn't just some story times fictional tales like think about actually having to walk out of your house and hide your face and identity and pretend to be somebody else every single day of your life or for multiple years so that's that's what he's talking about and i'm gonna let him get back into what, what you were saying because sorry for interrupting but that's i just wanted to make that really clear because for me it's important to really validate what you're saying oh yeah yeah you know i mean it's just stuff i did um uh the the <laughs> But I have to say the disguise worked pretty well for crossing borders because they didn't have they couldn't cross reference you on the internet or anything back then. Yeah. Um, it was hard not to not to do a bunch of illegal stuff because I'd been public, you know, doing stuff publicly for 
since 1983. That was, that was, uh, yeah, that was, um, that was good. <laughs> I didn't, that I didn't continue doing illegal stuff. I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. Well, I really enjoy everything that you said, and I can imagine it's uh, one hell of a responsibility for you to be an advocate and just honestly a role model for so many people. Your words or everything you say is going to be scrutinized and looked under the scope, and uh, you are absolutely right. I'm actually really happy you said everyone thinks you know everything because that's something that, <laughs> that Kyle, that Kyle, um, Nikki and Swami, that all the people that I think are like more of the legendary or OG growers that I've had on my podcast, um, even Victil Victoria and Will Rule and the people who are taking over Subcool's operation, like they even said the same thing. People look to them like they're because they're these faces or they're put in these positions or they happen to have mm -hmm. some sex success. Happen of man, my stutter got me on the worst word there. Happen to have success uh, on uh, certain cultivation techniques. People think you know everything, and it is you know, it is very funny how that works. And it's not the truth. Like you know, you probably know a hell of a lot, but you don't know everything out there. I mean, I it, science come like discovers things every day and it's like what kyle was saying to me it was like man i know what i know and i know i'm good at what i know and it works for me and i'm going to teach people based on that and yes i'll change my ways here and there because you know you like you said you don't want to be egotistical you want to stay humble but it's like you're teaching your methods and i really appreciate your kind of how you view that and like you don't know everything you just try to teach your best way possible you're trying to spread the love and the message i think it's really wonderful and i think it's it's i gotta be honest man it's like you you are everything i could ever imagine of meeting you're the coolest like one of the coolest people and this has just been a really really great interview and i'm i'm just okay. very much appreciative of you coming onto the show and really let me dive in um if you do happen to want to come back on the future we'll talk way more about just like cannabis cultivation in general i always branch these first episodes as kind of like an introduction a backstory because some people might not know jorge cervantes and now they want to go look up everything and buy all your books so that's the point of these episodes but uh well been... go ahead go ahead absolutely well they're going to be downloading a lot of free stuff pretty soon uh, -huh. uh they can download uh they can download uh we grow cannabis and well they've already torrented a bunch of stuff but i've got um <laughs> quite a few new things coming out and oh i gotta say too uh yeah I, uh kyle's great i i uh we worked together at high times too uh, we were writing so at the cool. same time yeah that's awesome. yeah backstory there yes, yeah i love yeah. it well, maybe I'll have to convince Kyle to maybe come on a podcast and hang out with us for a little bit. That would be kind of fun, but we'll talk more about it after. I'm not going to put you on the spot now, but I always, always like to peep those little things. I know people are going to go in the comments like, yes, please have Kyle and Jorge on the same show. Guys, calm down. We'll, we'll see if it happens. But, uh... No, I love it. So the last the last little bit, man, you've already kind of told them that they can download stuff, but go ahead and tell them your website one more time. If you have any social media that you want them to kind of go to or promote oh, or yeah. any new projects, go for it. Otherwise you oh, can just leave off boy. with your website. Yeah, I can't remember all the, you know, I've, I've got a Facebook page is got like a quarter million followers or something. Oh, I, I, I post there sometimes, but those guys aren't, they they keep threatening me and stuff and then i i, I haven't done some uh, youtube stuff for a while 
because I kept getting those strike things, you know? Oh, you're like uh, me, man. I'm permanently banned on Facebook and YouTube hates me too, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I've been, I've been uh, careful that way. And then um, I guess I, I'm on Instagram. Actually, I just did yes. an interview with uh, uh, on, on inter or Instagram. Yep, and you got uh, ninety-three thousand followers. It's uh, it's Jorge Cervantes MJ, right? Yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah, I think it's uh, something like that. <laughs> I'll put it on the screen. Don't worry, I'm gonna drop it on the screen upon editing. Okay, I got you I, on all these handles and website names. Okay, I got you. Good, good. I, I, all of this stuff, I've got all of this on my website, uh, Jorge-Cervantes.com, or uh, Mar Mar uh, MarijuanaGrowing.com, and then Marijuana mm -hmm. with a J not an h or a g yeah cool, cool, cool. com. i've had that site for many years yes uh I yeah that's where i initially read your stuff actually i'm pretty sure that's where i initially found most of your content was through that website okay okay very yeah because we just i just started the jorge cervantes i think this year or yeah. last year last year i did yeah. yeah that's new to me i haven't heard that one so i'll have to go check out that website i'm gonna have to go browse it around guys gonna put up all the links for the audio listeners just remember Jorge Cervantes, Jorge-Cervantes.com or Mar uh, MarijuanaGrowing.com. Was that it? Was that the first yeah, one? Did I nail it. that? Okay. Yeah. Yes. It's in my brain. So those are the two websites. I'll put them up on the screen for those watching and anything we chatted about in today's episode, I will drop in the description and I'll make sure that I do a timestamps and all that fun stuff. Jorge has been a oh, wonderful wow. guest and I'll Great. make sure to uh, make sure that your audience has a lot of fun. And Jorge, uh, unlike high times, I'm just kidding. Guys, high times, I love you guys. Don't don't hate on me. We're just giving you a little bit of shit. Come on. Uh, I will give you rights to post some of these clips and reels on your your page. You can have oh, some yeah. fun stuff from this. So we'll, we'll do some fun things. And without further ado, guys, he's giving you guys so much plethora of knowledge. I mean, this is Jorge Cervantes. This is the man, the myth, the legend, the one, the only, the guy who's written more books in cannabis than any other author out there. And he's given it away essentially digitally. Please check him out. Please go and support. Please smash that like button. Give him so much love. This has been a great episode. And it really was a completely off-the-cuff technological nightmare at the start that we totally went into a completely different route than either one of us were expecting. So thank you again. It's been so much fun. All right. Much love. Definitely. Happy growing. And peace. Venga. Muchas gracias. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning into the Cannabis Chronicles podcast available on all major streaming platforms. I really do appreciate it. I'm your host, Chronic, and it really makes me smile seeing all the feedback and hearing all the questions and helping you growers becoming the best growers that you can be. So that means definitely hit that like button to let us know if we're doing a good job over here at the Cannabis Chronicles. Comment down below if you have any questions whatsoever that I can help you with, maybe diagnose your garden, maybe relay to the sponsors if you want to see some content for me to do. Or maybe you just simply want to say hello. Definitely comment down below. Give a subscribe or follow if you want to stay up to date with all of the interviews that we're going to be doing as in this day and age of Canna content. Sometimes you might not get notified even if you are subscribed. So definitely stay tuned and turn that notification bell on to get guaranteed that you'll get notified. Now, without further ado, I'll be back every single Wednesday. And if that's not enough, you can definitely check out the Cannabis Chronicles Discord, which is a free cannabis community you can join where I'm there every single day, helping the community grow, blossom, and teach you guys 
the very best knowledge that I can do and really build you guys up as the best gardeners that you can be. And I do offer one-on-one -on -one consultation plans and you can check out those subscription plans on the Discord as well. So definitely check that out. The members do have some cool content like member exclusive giveaways, chats, and video chats. So that is some cool content that I am offering. And the last but not least, the only thing to do is uh, say thank you to our sponsors of this show, which is TMB Naturals and Visionary Hydroponics, which they are absolutely phenomenal companies coming out with some seriously phenomenal products for the industry. So definitely check them out at TMB Naturals and at HydroBucket on Instagram or tmbnaturals.com or visionaryhydro.com. Thank you so much, TMB Naturals and Visionary Hydroponics for sponsoring the show. It means a lot to me and it really puts a smile on my face. And for everyone else and all those viewers listening and watching the show, be sure to tune in every single Wednesday for a brand new episode. Much love, happy growing, and peace, everyone.